Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. home of the black and gold SNR final segment here today on the blitz final segment of this week as we hopefully send you into the weekend with a smile on your face Wesley Euler Arthur Motes here on SNR Motesy we want to talk draft grades for the AFC North but first some tweets sound good does that yeah. work for you yeah does that sound good you all right all good huh <laughs> you? you smiling over there, huh? What's so funny, huh? Do I amuse you? You, you? you said you said you was gonna put a you hope this put a smile on our face for the weekend. Oh, yeah. So I I just and I started smiling really hard like that movie smile, like the creepy smile. And I just like let my face freeze like that, so my cheekbones was kind of hurting. Yeah, I was worried there. It's I thought the, you froze on the Zoom call for a second. <laughs> it's the off season, but you said I hope it put a smile on your face. So I let it put a smile on my face. You do, you well, know? you do have a nice smile, yeah. so I'll get. I'll give you that. That, you know? bright, that, bright, what, that brightens what, everybody's day. What, 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 when you say put a smile on your face, it, it, it was really encouraging. So I appreciate you. You know, it was comforting words. Put a smile <laughs> on that face. Yeah, right, that was a little of- sinister right there. Not not as comforting, but but I'm with you though. <laughs> Couple, couple tweets to get to here, Motsi, before we discuss AFC North draft grades from 2022. Yeah, Katie tweets us and says, uh, "Hey guys, sending uh, this question for the next show. Feels like uh, I want this team to go offensive line first round, and here's why: with a bolstered offensive line, a two combo threat with Najee and Warren, I think has a chance to be truly great. The offense should make that massive second year leap with Pickett and Pickens as well. Thoughts? And I also want to know if at this point you guys have any favorite offensive lineman prospects. Thank you. Miss the live shows, but I'll never miss a podcast. Hey, well, thank salute you, Katie. you we salute appreciate you. that. No, without a doubt, Katie. Um, so check it out. I, I love the idea of going offensive line. Um, I think when we're talking about what positions to, to upgrade, I think left tackle and left guard were probably the target places just based on what we've seen the past couple of seasons. Yeah. Me personally, I could go either way in terms of drafting a left tackle or drafting a guard. The guard that kind of stood out to me the most thus far was Osiris uh, Torrance mm-hmm. out of Florida. I kind of like He's him a He's really lot. good, really good. Good size, can move, powerful, move people in the run game. Um, I think he's really fundamentally sound in the pass game as well. So he's a guy that 
definitely stood out to me at the tackle position. Broderick Jones from Georgia. I like him a lot. Very athletic, um, active player. I think he's a little bit more raw than, say, a Paris Johnson Jr., but I think that he's one of those guys that could help us out as well, potentially. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that that could definitely be a good place to target for the Steelers to upgrade in terms of the draft. I think so, too. That'll obviously be a position that we discuss a lot here as, as we get closer and closer. We did that a little bit last year. I'll tell you what, though. Last year, I think it was more hopeful conversation because there were the, you know, there were the Equanus last year and there were some big prospects coming out of the draft, but we had a feeling a lot of those guys weren't going to last to where the Steelers were picking this year. There will certainly be, there always is some tackles that are taken in the top 10, top 15, but I don't think it, I mean, there were what five or six last year in the top 15 alone. Um, I don't think that'll be the case this year. So you might have more of an opportunity to really go out and get some of these higher rated guys. I really like Broderick Jones that you mentioned. Paris Johnson, I think will have a good chance to be kind of the number one on everybody's rankings mm-hmm. uh, in terms of tackles by the time we get to, you know, to March and April. And, and then you and still have uh, Peter Skaroski as well. In, Peter uh, Skaroski is, I was going to say, guy. is yeah. really good. But you know who I really like? And I'm going to be a little, I'm going to be a little biased here. Okay. Mm -hmm. I really like Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Now Mm -hmm. I'll tell you the reason that I really like him. And then I'll tell you the reason then I'll be honest. That would give me pause for the Steelers selecting him. Okay. The reason I really like him is because he's a West Virginia boy. And I saw him play in high school. West Virginia. (laughs) All right. Uh, Grew up up not, grew up not far from where my family is in West Virginia. I actually saw him play his junior season. Wasn't even a senior yet. And he was by far the best football player on the field. Uh, Ended up, ended up, ended up going to college uh, at Tennessee. This was right around the time where Dana Holgerson, because he was being recruited by WVU. Mm -hmm. Dana Holgerson left. Neil Brown got hired. He ends up going to Tennessee. He ends up going to Tennessee. And I mean, he has been a three-year starter in the SEC and has held down the right side of that offensive line for the Vols mm-hmm. at a very high level. Now, that's the thing that gives me pause, Motsi, is he really only played the right side at Tennessee. Right. Um, with you, you would think for the Steelers' purposes, you want more of a left mm-hmm. tackle. Do they think he could play left side? That's the there, question. Yeah, is, could he you flip? Know, can he that's flip? The that, that's the question. But just as a prospect, I think Darnell Wright would be one of these guys that you could get at 31. Okay. I don't know if he's there at 50, but maybe. Like, I don't think you would have to use your 17th pick on him is what I'm saying. I think yeah, you could get yeah. him – or at 32, pardon me. 32, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But, again, the only question is, is can, can he be versatile? Do they see him? Because he he did play right tackle at Tennessee. But yeah. I really – I mean, he quietly locked down some great pass rushers the past two seasons playing in the SEC. I, I really like Dar- uh, Darnell Wright. No, I like so, that right there. I like that. There we but go. you got to see you got to see how he can, can can transition to the other side. But more West Virginia guys in Pittsburgh is always a good thing. We just you lost Blaine. Wrong with that. We just lost Blaine Stewart. We need to replace him with another with another West Virginia. This guy. is true. Shout, shout out to Blaine, man. Shout out to Blaine. But we lost him to West Virginia, so that's like a I'll positive and a positive. Yeah, I, I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow yeah. it. Might even might even have him coming on our podcast and our WVU hey, podcast in a couple weeks. Here, shout so. out to the Hobie. Let's go. Um, also, this is a good one. Last tweet here for the day. Um, Andrew tweets us and says, I know I'm late here, but I got to know what's your guys' favorite Valentine's Day candy. Halloween gets all the credit for candy, but Valentine's, know, Valentine's Day is under though. the radar, too. Oh, for me, it's the um, it's the hard 
sweet tarts that are in the shape of hearts. Ooh. The sweet tart hearts, but it's the hard candy, not a smarty. It comes okay. in like a uh, like a regular like bag though, like okay. kind of like the oversized bags or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they have the uh, the sweet cart sweet tart hard candy, and they call them sweet hearts for Valentine's Day instead of being a sweet tart. It's sweet hearts. I don't yeah. know if I've ever had those before. Yeah, yeah. They fire though, bro. <clears throat> Just imagine like a sweet tart, but in the form of a heart. You know, yeah. It's tasty. Very tasty. And they got little cute things like "Be mine." Love you. Nice oh, eyes. Of XOXO. You know? Yeah, that type of stuff. <laughs> um, Mine, Mozi. Okay, so this is funny. And I think everybody knows this, how certain, like certain holiday candies mm-hmm. taste better than the actual normal version of the, right? Like yeah, Reese's. Yeah. For uh-huh. Reese's, you love the Christmas trees. The, you love the yeah, Halloween the pumpkins. Bunny or the little bunny. The little bunny, right? Mm-hmm. To me, the Valentine's Day candy that tastes better than the actual candy does is the Butterfinger Hearts. Ooh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're, I know what you're talking about, yeah. They're like the size of a silver dollar almost. Uh-huh. You know, they're like a, they're like a quarter yep. on steroids, and and they're just little heart shaped butterfingers. But for whatever reason, they just the ratio of the butterfinger filling and the chocolate is just perfect. The it's, ratio it, from butter to finger is the excellent. ratio of butter to finger. Not too much perfect, butter, not too much finger. This is just I love where it's we're perfectly right now. divided. It's, it's you know what I mean? it's like the same thing we say like oh I like the Christmas tree Reese's or the Halloween Reese's yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. more because there's better peanut butter ratio or whatever. Like this is the same way. It's it's the perfect ratio of the butter and the finger and the chocolate. I think butterfingers are good, right? Like it's if I were to list my top candies, it's 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 probably not top three or top five. But man, for whatever reason, I love the Butterfinger <laughs> Valentine's Hearts. Right, right, so right, good. It, it's not it's not in the Hall of Fame. It's in the Hall of Really Good, though. So it's we'll, in the we'll Hall of Really that. Good. Exactly. It's in the Hall of Really Good. Like I said, when I go, when I when I'm you know when I'm getting the when I'm getting snacks, all right. When I've got a when I've got a hankering, when I've got the munchies to cure out there, all right. I'm not grabbing a Butterfinger off the off the uh, off the the get go or sheets or Seven Eleven counter. But those Butterfinger Valentine's Day hearts, oh yeah, I'll sink my teeth into a couple of them things. There we go, there we go. See, man, now you got me over here thinking about my like when I just need a snack snack. Do I want to go with the Butterfingers? I'm over here like, nah, I've actually lately been on these Rice Krispie treats, man. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And I think too, part of the reason why I like the Butterfingers Valentine's Day candy is because I don't really eat Butterfingers throughout the yeah, year. Like that's that. that's yeah, part yeah. of it too. And so it's, it's like, like that a surprise, once a year like, thing. Oh man, this yeah. actually is good. I remember this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a once a year thing where uh, where I'm like, oh yeah, let's get that back mm-hmm. on the palate here for for a couple weeks. That's a good one. That's a good one by Andrew. Those are both by Andrew and Katie. Good nah, tweets. Absolutely. Good tweets for the day. Obviously, again, you guys have questions, comments, concerns, reactions, anything for us, whether it's something we talk about on the show, whether it's a draft question or a free agency question or a coaching question. Um, or whether it's something random about what our favorite mm-hmm. food or candy or something is, uh, we'll, I, I, when I see those tweets, I bookmark them. We'll get to them on our next show, uh, at Wesley Euler at the body 52. It might be the off season and you might have to wait a little bit. You might have to wait a day or two to get your question. Wait on it, wait on it. But we wait will still it. good, good things come to those who wait. And, uh, and we will certainly still, if you guys want to get involved with us, we will, uh, we'll still take those tweets. You know where to get at us. Thanks to Andrew and Katie for today's questions. Motsi, as we begin to wrap this thing up, 2022 NFL rookie grades, NFL.com has been doing uh division by division every mm-hmm. couple days. Obviously, as we really start to look ahead to the 2023 draft class, let's first look back 
a year into this and see how everybody looks from the 2022 class. For the AFC North, Mozi, they have the Ravens and the Steelers tied with a B-plus grade. How we tied with them rat birds over there? Don't nobody even like them rat birds like that. Purple ain't even cool unless it's on JMU. Eel. All right. What about, hold on. What about the Lakers? All right. Lakers and JMU. Other than that, Eel. Hold on. Hold on. What about the Ninja Turtles? All right. All right. All right. Shout out. Shout out to Dago Leonardo. Hi. 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 So. <laughs> or was it Donatello? I can't remember which one was which. Was it Leonardo with the purple or Donatello had the purple? I feel like I, I had it right in the first time. I think you I think had it right Leo. on the first Yeah, time. I had it right. It's yeah, I think, Leo. I think, yeah. I think it's Leo. Yeah. I yeah. think you're right. I think you. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up what I was putting down there, though. I mean, yeah, I tell yeah, you yeah, what. See. You. This is the type of this is the type of chemistry that Derek Carr has never been able to develop. He's never had that. (laughs) He's never been able to be like, "Hey, coach, I got what you said. I I know where we're going with this one." Nope, he can't say I know where we're going with this one. He's like, "Coach, I don't know where we're going with this one. This is new." They have uh, NFL.com as the Ravens and the Steelers tied at the top of the division, both with a B plus ranking, saying that they both found their building blocks in different areas. Okay, Uh, we're gonna we'll start with the Steelers here. All right, those rat birds, they can wait for the Steelers. Um, it's obviously Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, DeMarvin Leal, Connor Haywood, K- Connor Hayward, Mark Robinson, uh, and then they said notable free agent signing of Jalen Warren. Um, let's see. The explanation here from NFL.com is it's hard not to love the top of this class for Pittsburgh. The Steelers select Kenny Pickett and allowed him to learn for a little uh, for a time behind Mitch Trubisky until it became clear Pickett was likely their best option at quarterback. Down the stretch, he sorted out turnover issues we saw early and impressed with his decisiveness and composure, leading uh, many to believe he could be the long-term answer at the quarterback position for the Steelers. His knack of clutch play sent the team into the offseason with plenty of optimism. They talk about um, Pickens' frustration early in the season, but how he looked like the game-changing playmaker down the stretch who was poised to become Pittsburgh's number one wide receiver. Uh, Leal, they feel, could be a good fit for the defense and what they need there for a rejuvenated defensive line, and they expect more from him as long as he's able to stay healthy this season. And then they obviously talk about how it seems that the Steelers could have found um, you know, some diamonds in the rough with guys later in the rounds like Connor Hayward and like Mark Robinson as well, too. B-plus rating for the Steelers, Motsi. Fair? I think, I think that's about right. I think that's fair from NFL.com, honestly. No, I would agree. I think that's appropriate, man. Um the top of the class, we saw what we needed to see. You have the opportunity now to fully evaluate to see if you did hit on a franchise quarterback because of the way Kenny played. That's a testament to him. It wasn't above reproach where we feel insanely confident, but you feel really good about what we saw from him. So that I love that. George Pickens, we all feel like he's ready to be the guy. So we project that, but once again, we just didn't, get the full validation just yet. So I can understand why you give it the B plus still. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. And then as we go down that list, we had contributors to Marvin Leal missed some time, but he played some significant football for us down the stretch. Mark Robinson, some uh, significant football down the stretch. Jalen Warren, significant football throughout Connor the season. Hayward with some big Connor Hayward significant. Yeah. So when I think of all of these players, the, the one that you missed on was Oladukin who just became a Super Bowl champion, but oh. you, replaced, you replaced Super Bowl champion Chris Oladukin with who? Jalen Warren. Warren. So even with that, I, I can definitely see why they would be so high on it, B plus, or you could say A minus. It's the same thing, right? But mm-hmm. 
I think B plus is definitely appropriate. I wouldn't go as far as to say an A legitimately just yet because yeah. we still got questions. We need to see is Kenny that guy? Is George Pickens really an elite receiver or is he just a really good wide receiver one? Connor Hayward was last year just you catching guys off guard or can you really win in the mm-hmm. slack? Can you really, mm-hmm. you know, cause some uh, some havoc out there? So I think that that's some of the stuff that we're going to see. But you have to be extremely optimistic if you're still a nation right now when you look at the way this yeah. class was able to perform last season. That's where I'm at, too. I think B-plus at this point is fair. Um, and you know what? Honestly, if Kenny Pickett shows next year that he's that guy, mm-hmm. it's an A-plus. I mean, if you if you find your franchise quarterback in a draft, that's an A-plus draft. I mean, Absolutely. period. And every, because every, it's so hard to find one. Because yep. it's so hard to find one. And everything after that is just the the – whipped cream with a cherry on, on top. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think B plus is very fair at this moment. We could look back and say that's an easy a, it could also go the other way though. But I think at, at this moment, that's right. And, uh, and you gotta be excited about what the Steelers were able to do last year and hope that, that those guys take that second year jump B plus for the Ravens as well too. Motsi. They say, it looks like they found a starter in Kyle Hamilton uh, fit nicely in in uh, in uh, Mike McDonald's defense when he played a slot role in the nickel package in the second half of the season had a uh, 82.3 grade in coverage from Pro Football Focus. They also talk about how Tyler Linderbaum started all 17 games. Look like looks like he's going to be the anchor in the middle of that offensive line going forward. Travis Jones on the defensive line, 15 games there for him, a third round pick out of UConn that we discussed a lot last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they discussed that he looks like another one of those guys who could be part of that defensive line for a long time going forward. Um, and then they mentioned uh, Daniel Falele at tackle who played in 16 games, uh, Jordan Stout, the punter, and uh, Isaiah Likely, tight end as well, too. Um, they said that they feel that the Ravens um, had more guys who contributed and will contribute. They have them level with the Steelers because of the weighted quarterback you know, selection as well, too. Yeah. B-plus for Baltimore. Motsi, fair, foul, agree, disagree, higher, lower. What you say? I mean, I agree. Uh, you talk about Kyle Hamilton. I mean, start to finish, he was one of those guys. You could see the uptick and what he brought to the table. Um, if you're a defender in this league or if you're a fan of defense, you're excited when you watch him play because you can see the talent that this kid has. That's one of the reasons why we even talked about, you know, if we were going to take a safety, it would be him. Travis Jones, as you already brought up, we were fans of his game. And he's made it very difficult to run on the interior portion of that Ravens defense to the point where when you look at Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, they are free to do what they want because of his impact. So I definitely can understand that element of it as well. I've got to pull up the rest of that class. I just literally forgot drawing a blank on the other. Here, I got you. I got you. Um, You got, uh, let's see, Daniel Falele. You that was yeah. Jordan mm-hmm. Stout, Isaiah Likely. Uh, no, so I was, those two right there, Isaiah Likely and uh, Falele or Falele. Isaiah Likely, especially towards the back end. I mean, you saw him emerging. Okay. You saw him mm-hmm. becoming one of their uh, just consistent players at the tight end position. Whereas, like, dang, you got you another guy now. So once again, I mean, you can see some of that talent. And Daniel Falele, man, he's still going to be a good player in this league too. I think, man, just when you talk about his potential and stuff like that. So. I get why they say the B plus for them because we look at it and we hype because of the quarterback element. Correct. But Cal Hamilton for them is going to essentially be their version of a Mika Fitzpatrick for us. We know what Mika means does. That's what they're trying to create over there. And like I said, man, I think that they, you know, 
it, it's, it's no fair. surprise. <laughs> it's yeah. no surprise that us and them get B plus right. because we right. do things very similar. We, yes, we draft very similar. <laughs> Our philosophies yes, are, are are very same because they copycat. So. Yeah. I, I I think I think you're right a spot on there. And I mean, hey, when you look, you find they copy defense cats. back. You find- they copycats. Yeah, I'm gonna say it again. Copycats copy with a capital cats. C. Mm-hmm. Bunch of bunch of copycats. But yeah, I mean, you yeah. find you find it. You find a a defensive back for the future, a center for the future, a defensive lineman for the future. That's a pretty darn good draft. Yeah. And then and then it looks like they might have hit on some other areas as well too. I think it's fair to have the Steelers and the Ravens tied for the top of the division. They've got the Bengals third with a C plus. Um, you know, talk about how Dax Hill and Cam Taylor Britt were both guys that were involved and, you know, look like um, that they could be, you know, impactful for Cincinnati. They talk a little bit about how they didn't use Daxton Hill as much just to properly evaluate him. But Zach Carter, third round pick, played in all 16 games and got nine starts. Cordell Volson on the offensive line, Mm -hmm. too, started 16 games as a fourth round pick. Um, I honestly... You know, I think, like, I think you could say a, even like a B minus for for Cincinnati when you consider where they're picking. You know, at the back mm-hmm. of those rounds, obviously, if they're going to the Super Bowl, but C plus for Cincinnati, I feel like you know feels fair. Yeah, well, the thing too, when I think about Cincinnati, they got a different class of talent because of where they were picking it, like you said. But you look at the impact that some of those guys had. Carter Volson, like you said, started seven sixteen games for them and played well, especially in the second half of the season. That's huge, especially when you talk about some of the issues that Cincinnati has been dealing with, offensive line. You need a guy to come in there and play well. Dax Hill's a talented player, but they didn't really need him as much. He was the third safety for them because of, you know, the two that they already got out there. Mm-hmm. But to have that just waiting in the wings is still kind of crazy in a sense. But because I think with their group, it was good, but it's still more we need to see what it becomes because they aren't just guys that were out there playing a ton of snaps and showing it like a George Pickens, like a Kenny Pickett, like right. a Cal Hamilton, right. like a Travis Jones. It's just like you said, it's it's more like, man, we're not going to knock you for that, but we can't put you on the same level grading wise as these other two teams where we've seen their young players all playing and all having various levels of impact. Like that's the part for me where it's just, yeah, it's a little bit different for them. I I think that's fair, and it's kind of the same thing that they say about the Browns too, who they have fourth. Yeah, they say you know yeah. this is this is a team who didn't pick until the third round. I mean, they had right. no first round so pick, how, no second how we round evaluate? pick. Yeah. So how are we how are we evaluating? You know, they they talk about how M J Emerson, you know, the defensive back, the mm-hmm. corner that they took with their sixty uh, eighth pick, which was their yeah. first overall, you know, ended up starting six games and looks like his length could be a you know a quality tool for for a corner. Um. Uh, and who else here? Alex Wright, the defensive end. David Bell, the wide receiver. Um, Cade York, the kicker. I mean, they were you know they they had a couple guys here, but but a lot on the back end of of guys who didn't do much uh, in their rookie season. Jerome Ford, Michael Woods, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Dawson Deaton. Although they did have a couple of uh, impactful free agency signings as well too. DeAnthony Bell and Ben Steele. But it's, I mean, it's just it's it's a tough one for Cleveland, right? Yeah. I mean, if, when, when you're not picking until 68th for your very first pick, it's going to be hard to hit a lot of home runs. Their their draft was Deshaun Watson, okay? Ex- that's, exactly. That's exactly. how. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what they drafted. They first drafted round Deshaun pick, Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yes. <laughs> it's like when 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 they talk about the Buffalo Bills, and it's like, oh man, where's your first round picks these past couple of years? 
it was Stefan Diggs. That's their first round draft pick. Okay. You just, <laughs> yeah. W- w- if you're giving up those type of assets, that's, that's, that was your pick. Okay. He accounts for multiple players. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's beautifully said. You're right. It's kind of like the same thing with the Broncos, right? I mean, yep, that's, yep, your, that's another your one. Yeah, it's, we said the same thing who, 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 with the Steelers. Who'd you draft this year, Russ? We drafted yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah, we said the same thing with the Steelers, right? Well, your first round mm-hmm. pick is Mika Fitzpatrick. It's worked out. It's worked out pretty Mika well. Fitzpatrick. Yep, you got him for what 15 games early before you yeah. had to sacrifice the first round mm-hmm. pick. And <laughs> look at this return on the investment already. Yep, that's yep. that's what you yep. say. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, I think that's a fair evaluation there. So Steelers and Ravens tied for the top spot. Cincinnati three, Cleveland four. That's uh, that's your NFL.com. A year later, look back at the 2022 NFL draft classes. Obviously, as we move forward here, we will have much more to look at the 2023 draft class next week. We'll have the same Tuesday, Thursday shows for you guys. Then the following week, Motsi, it'll be combine week, baby. Oh my God. I can't wait to go to Indianapolis. Ooh. Yes. You coming with I us? I want to go. I ain't get invited, so I can't go. <laughs> oh, isn't that a convenient excuse for you? Isn't that a convenient excuse for you? <laughs> so I don't know what our schedule is going to look like combine week because obviously they got me out there doing shows. I don't know if we'll still rec- we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. Uh, That's are all are you going to can, can I go? Can I come with you? Are you inviting me? Can I, can I, I ride? Got, I got a double room. I mean, how many beds What's the best talking about, bro? What's the best talking about, man? Yeah, I think oh, it's I too. I think layout. it's too. Qu- I think it's too say, queen size bed. I about to say if it's a king and a, we and a sofa, I, we we ain't sharing no kings. We ain't that close. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe another five years from now doing the show. We'll yeah. <laughs> we just like back to back. Nah, nah, we, we ain't definitely we ain't there just yet. All right, chill. <laughs> it's like I've told Morgan before. I'm like, you gotta you gotta come out for a couple days. One of these years, yeah. just fly out and then drive home with you know me or something. Yeah. There you go. Days. Great Spend a little time nice, with it. Spend a little time nice, with it. Nice hotel room. Great food. Yeah. A lot of food. Oh. Can't, we got mm-hmm. I got listen, our fearless leader Reagan sent me. Yeah. We got a, we got a dinner, Steelers dinner Monday night. We got a Steelers dinner Tally. Tuesday night. How we live I, it. I I, I only want to go because of the food. <laughs> it, it, listen, I've said this before. I'm sure I'll say it again because the Steelers play there again next year. So we'll be talking about mm-hmm. this again at some point. But I think Indianapolis is the most underrated food city yeah. in the country. Yeah. You hear about New York and Boston and Philly. They got they got some heat in Indy, bro. Austin and Atlanta and some of these it, great it, Charleston, you know, South you Carolina, know. but if you know, you know, Indy mm-hmm. is just absolutely fantastic. So plenty to get to as we roll along in the off season, you guys know it's the NFL. There's never a shortage of things to discuss. So we'll continue to do that as we roll along here about two times a week uh, on the Steelers blitz. Big thank you to our tweeters, as always to our listeners, the power grid and the megawatts. We appreciate you guys, even during the off season. And as always, a big shout out to the best co-host in the business, Arthur Nathan Motes III. Who, me? That'll do it for this week. Everybody enjoy the weekend, and we will reconvene to discuss all things Steelers and football related next week. As always, on your 24-7, home of the black and gold, Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.